morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast coming to you on 92FM. It's a good little band for today. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have an incredible and highly experienced panel today. First up, my co-host, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. Uh, in the same room as me. We're all in the same room today. It's a live recording, studio recording. It's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Thanks for having me. I just want to say this is um, this is my problem with free speech right here. <laughs> in this room right now. This is, this is it. This is what's happening. <laughs> it is actually spooky watching the FCC hate free speech and then mm. being like, well, wasn't that a quaint? Oh, no, we're doing that again. Mm. Oh, that's all coming back. The 90s just are all The FCC, just, the government just spending an absurd amount of taxpayers' money to shut down the most <laughs> insignificant problem <laughs> this small fucking town has ever seen. Man, yeah, that was a waste. Also joining us today, so we, uh, we're live in the Fun Employment Radio studios, uh, so collectively they are at FunEmp Radio on Twitter or FunEmployment.com, uh, but first, uh, Engineer Greg today, at Greg Nibbler <laughs> on Twitter, it's Mr. Greg Nibbler. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited and just kind of hang out like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Maybe a thought's like a virus that will kill all the healthy thoughts and just take over. That would be serious. Uninvited. Uh, I mean, they turned <laughs> on the radio. Bit... There's a weird... <laughs> Sounds slightly rapey. Yeah. Yeah. A little, okay, I didn't think about <laughs> it that mind, way. But yeah, mind. But that's the thing is, you, even with the receiver off, you're still surrounded by the waves, man. Oh, yeah. You can't... You, that <laughs> that message, even if you're not, like, picking it up here, you're picking it up here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Literally right now, there's, like, <laughs> sports radio morning show that is happening in our brain, going yeah. through our brains and out the other side. Yeah, we absolutely. Know. <laughs> That's Rush weird. Limbaugh is swall- swallowing around my balls right now. You feel it. <laughs> His voice. I hope he feels that. Uninvited. Oh. And uh, Greg's partner on Fun Employment Radio at Sarah X Dylan on Twitter, also in the studio today. Sarah X Dylan. High school is the bottom. Being a teenager sucks, but that's the point. Surviving it is the whole point. Quitting is not going to make you stronger. Living will. So just hang on and hang in there. Oh, man. What a good message for all of us, right? <laughs> High school sucks. So much more uplifting than mine. <laughs> I, I, I mean, uh, it's funny. I was like, definitely I thought high school sucked when I was there and now listening to his complaints I was like come on man <laughs> you don't even do your own laundry everything's fine he's like, it's all on the up and up from here I, like, oh, you don't know I mean I guess I don't want to I don't want to spoil this too much but uh, I empathized almost entirely with the parents in this <laughs> <laughs> is that bad I know I'm the Slytherin of the podcast already but I um... but I mean what really does Christian Slater have to be so upset about he's got Apparently, all the free equipment he could ever want. His parents buy him stuff. All his parents want is him to get laid, apparently. Yeah! Like, that's it. He's got his own room with his own entrance. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Dad, get off my back. I'm just trying to make art and not get laid all the time. (laughs) High school's so hard. That's true, and it's referenced a lot that he's, like, not terrible looking. No. Yeah. And he's a good student. He takes his shirt off, and I don't know when he had time to be constantly doing crunches while he's also on the radio every night and going to school, but man, he looked good. I. See, I actually had a very strange experience uh, with that. Cause I have, I've just come off um, Stranger Things season yeah. two, uh-huh. uh, which has uh, twenty seventeen like actors pretending to be high schools oh, and like yeah. the body standard of like an actor in 1990 and the body standard of an actor in 2017 is so wildly different. <laughs> I remember thinking like Christian Slater was like, look at that. He's kind of quaint. He just looks like a person. He's not <laughs> like there are kids in Stranger Things who are like high school kids who take off their shows and they're like m- sculpted out of mobile. Yeah. Yeah. Mobile. No, they're the just so mullet beautiful. guy. Yeah. The angry and it's just guy. Like, I was, I was no, hypnotized. No. I've been watching Riverdale and these fucking kids are so jacked now <laughs> and I just like I, I really when he took so the show he didn't look good enough for you no I thought he looked like a real person and I liked that I found like I was like oh that's the God. realest fucking thing in this movie man <laughs> you have bought into yeah. beauty standards hard if you think that was a normal looking dude exactly we don't I, mostly... I'm saying I have a warped view I'm saying this has happened <laughs> I'm mostly Plato that guy looks yeah. gorgeous yeah uh, that guy being Christian Slater yes Christian yeah, Slater yeah, looked okay. gorgeous uh, I haven't watched Stranger Things yet um, so this episode number 414 of the show we've not done as many episodes that's normally impressive to people but obviously not to you guys um, no that's for, super impressive no not for, I mean, for reason that's neat for, for fair reason <laughs> yeah, good eight, job we fair, remember 415 <laughs> what is that like six months in something like that <laughs> we've not done as many episodes as the number of legs on the new species of millipede that was discovered last year the uh, Elokme Tobini 414 wow. legs isn't that neat yeah you're not impressed by that well check this out 414 <laughs> legs but also 200 poison secreting glands and four penises. I didn't make that up. That's a real thing. Man. This millipede has four penises. Okay. And and 414, not the most legs we've ever found. But they, the scientists were like, well, that's a lot of dicks. 
Mm. They were not expecting that. I just like the idea of like it was like a leg and dick audit someone had to do on this fucking thing. <laughs> I got four hundred and sixteen legs and two point. dicks. All right, let me go back to double check. It's <laughs> yeah. a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, anyway, speaking of multiple hard ons this week, we're talking about pump up the volume. That was the whole point of that. Was yes, that was good. good. No, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Pump up the volume, the 1990 coming-of-age drama starring Christian Slater. Uh, and why are we talking about this? It's because it's crossover. Happy crossover, everybody. Happy crossover. I know it feels like October 31st to you two, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's crossover in our hearts. It'll be crossover tomorrow when this comes out. Um, if you, oh, and oh, so sorry, it's crossover, and we are crossing over with the show Fun Employment Radio, which I just told you about. Who is in there? 1900s of episodes? Uh, I think 1890 something. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I asked you guys to pick a movie or a, or a topic or something that, that speaks to your show. So, mm-hmm. what was the what's your history with Pump Up the Volume? Why did you pick this? Oh man. Well, I guess I'll start. Um, sure. So, uh, Greg and I both have a history of working in commercial radio. We worked in terrestrial radio here in Portland for about a uh, decade or so, mm-hmm. and uh, we ended up getting laid off, as a lot of people do. And after we did it, we decided we weren't done talking and we wanted to keep having yeah. microphones yeah. in our faces so I actually had been a fan of this movie for a long time and, I'm, and I was over at Greg's we were like cracked a beer hanging out we're like maybe we should start a podcast watch pump up the volume where it's kind of about a pirate radio station which I know yeah. we'll get back yeah. into it and um, it was just really like, let's get a jeep and just make let's radio just mm-hmm. and do it it was just really inspiring to um, I think just the basic message of the show was like you don't need to have a big corporate backing in order to get your message out especially I mean if Christian Slater can do it in 19 19- we can do it in 2009 with the internet. So, I mean, I think that was that was inspiring for me. Uh, man, I, I, I think maybe the message feels different now because, like, I felt like one of the things that made his show work was that there were not podcasts. Because now a show where a guy jerks off for an hour is just mm-hmm. not that interesting on exactly. podcasting. But, like, at the time, you're like... I mean, we get this in four other stations, so we might as well listen to it. That's <laughs> so it's going to be this or Barry Manilow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the mu- I mean, I just thought it because I the music was great. Uh, the yeah, the masturbating thing, which we, I'm sure yeah, we'll, talk we'll talk about, about was not amazing, but I <laughs> it's there. People, when we when I mentioned that we were watching this, uh, there were a few. Uh, it seemed like this maybe hadn't reached everybody. A lot of people seemed surprised. This was not a huge, huge movie. It was like $11 million or something, um, and Critical Darling. So did you watch it when it first came out, or did this come to you later in your radio career? It was later on that I saw it. I, I did not watch it in 1990. Yeah, I think I showed it, I showed it to you. Didn't you? No, I had seen, seen it before. It. Yeah, I had okay. seen it before. Yeah, but... Um, but yeah, I don't remember when I watched it. It didn't really, I didn't really hit me as much until I was actually in commercial radio. Then I, then I understood a little bit more. But definitely when we got laid off and Sarah brought it back up again, I'm like, oh yeah, this kind of makes perfect sense. Especially because we were watching it right after getting laid off, you know, fighting the man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, getting uh, laid the man off laid the us man. off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And also I think we really strongly identified while watching it uh, with, because basically the, the theme song for his show is uh, Leonard Cohen's Everybody yeah. Knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the lyrics of that, it, that was so identifiable for us. That was exactly mm-hmm. what we were going through. Like everyone knows uh, the fight is fixed, the poor stay poor, the rich get rich. That's yeah. how it goes. Right. Everybody knows. And we've so, just been laid off by a billionaire so yeah so it's like yeah all right it's kind of replaced by shock jock so we're like okay this is this is kind of our our mantra so we actually used it for the for the well i know we'll talk about this later but just the first uh episodes that we did that was our theme song was anybody knows yeah yeah yeah. started off nice and then we realized that it might be copyright infringement somebody stopped you're not supposed to say that actually i was thinking that it's it's nice to be on pirate radio where you don't have to worry about paying ascap royalties (laughs) right he can just play whatever he wants oh jesus and swear yeah it was fun do you guys ever listen to a pirate have you ever heard a pirate radio show before Mm -hmm. yeah there used to be one here in portland i remember that was uh breaking into stations oh and uh yeah Yeah. like full on pirate full pirate yeah and they'd talk over other djs i remember it was happening for like a couple of months and they were hitting a bunch of stations around town. Yeah. And so you had to listen in the afternoons to hear which one they were going to hit. I'm sure those guys, if they caught them, I, I don't remember. I remember that. That was like 10 years ago or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, about 10 years ago. I I'm haven't sure heard... they did some jail time if they got caught. But yeah. I haven't heard like a like a spoken word pirate radio station a lot. But I mean, uh, I think it was probably about six months ago. I was driving back from Bremerton, Washington. And I was just flipping through stations uh, as I was driving through, like, you know, just in the middle of nowhere in, um, in Washington State. And I was flipping through and all of a sudden... Can we swear? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, I hear this, fuck Donald Trump. I'm like, what <laughs> is happening? It was some Spanish station that somebody had taken over, and they just put this song on loop that was uh, just, it was just fuck Donald Trump. And I listened to that for about 40 minutes, and nobody stopped it. Because <laughs> I, I, I kept going back. I'm like, am I hallucinating this? I, re- I recorded it, because I'm like, this has to be Amazing. true. And they just, as soon as it would stop. 
it would restart again, yeah. and it just and I've never been able to see it again. Every time I go through, I try to find that station. It's just Spanish speaking. That's so, either a pirate radio station or an engineer that went nuts and like that's locked himself. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. Just press play on the tape and lock the doors. <laughs> that had was you, exactly it. Have you seen this before, Anthony? Um, I had a, a friend. I remember like when I was a kid, they w- they sold like little radios that would go on frequencies that were, like had a range of like a few hundred euros. Sure, yeah, yeah. So like I had a friend who had one of those that we used to broadcast just bullshit on the radio when we were young. So like I've done this a little bit. Yeah. I don't remember specifics of what we did. I think it was probably like I didn't really understand it and like I played around with it for a little bit and then I was like, I don't understand what I'm actually doing and I just walked away from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you were like, we this show needs to either find its focus, <laughs> really get narrowed down its voice, or I'm out and then yeah. they couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like, it's, I have that little bit of experience. I feel like I must have I listened to so much radio growing up. I feel like I must have heard some few confusing things on it. Yeah, you know? we. I had my mom was a reporter uh, before I was born, and she was working like she was doing like news in DC. She covered the right the Reagan White House and stuff. Was your mom Max Headroom? Yep, that's that's <laughs> Is her. That what it's short for Maxine Headroom, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, Max Headroom. It's not a real name, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it was it's uh, Maxine Schwartz, and she changed it to Headroom to. Make it in Hollywood. Yeah, anyway, yeah. the point is, uh, no, she. So she had this old reporter bag that was like just a big tape recorder and one of those long microphones with the little tiny bulb at the end, like uh, um, Bob the Bucko. Price is Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, and I like got into it and made a bunch of secret tapes of like little radio shows that I was doing when I was a kid. Which if I if I still had, I would play right now. But I do yeah. not have them. They're long gone. But so we all had some pirate radio experience. <laughs> yeah. Last generation to have any of that, yeah, right? Yeah. Can't imagine. Oh, yeah. Well, kids are like too busy Snapchatting their genitals mm. to each other. They got better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> if we could have done that, we would not have been recording audio. No. <laughs> what if you could just pirate snap? You know, just throw pictures of junk out into the ether, let people randomly find them. <laughs> like, you, you mean the internet? Yeah. Either, yeah. <laughs> now, do you guys think if you were teenagers right now that you'd be doing the Snapchat of your of your genitals? genitals? Oh, yeah. You think so? Yep. We probably all would. Yeah. That's what you grew up with? Yeah. I mean, you think about uh, what, what Pump Up the Volume is 1990, and yeah. he's making, you know, masturbation noises on the radio. That's, you know, Snapchat for its generation. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the closest you, you could get. Happy Harry <laughs> no, I mean, like, if I was a teenager, I would not have a lot of friends who were interested in getting genital pictures, probably. <laughs> like, that's... That's the where the weird assumptions are coming in. Don't underestimate. Yeah, and he doesn't even get a notification when someone records and like yeah, saves true. his true his stuff. Right? People will just pirate in his pirate radio. <laughs> All he, he can't be yeah. mad. Yeah, people he, were profiting on him. Yeah, hugely. Yeah. Five oh yeah, bucks. five bucks. Yeah. Five bucks an episode in 1990 money. Can you guys imagine if people were paying five dollars an episode to listen to your show? God, I didn't Please even go make to funemploymentradio.com yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At 1900 say, episodes. You know, so. I think yeah. I made like three ninety or four ninety for my first minimum wage job yeah. in like 1997. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that kid was yeah just pirating the pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably it. the cost of tapes was high still. But, yeah, and you're yeah. spending all night going record play. So so. <laughs> that's why we listen. To, that's why we watch this movie. That's why you're listening to this. If you want to choose our uh, upcoming topics, you gotta have a say. Speaking of plugs, Greg just did one for his show. You mm-hmm. don't have to spend five dollars an episode, <laughs> but if you go to read-weep.com/slash meet buddies, you can become a meet buddy and you can vote on upcoming topics. And uh, you, we would certainly take five dollars an episode. That would be a lot, but you could do it. Um, also, you know, for five dollars an episode, I'll mail you an audio cassette of every episode. <laughs> I'll commit oh. to that. That was my first job in radio. Actually, really, was taping things off of the radio. Oh my gosh! So it was. Uh, in 2001, it was right after uh, 9-11, and Daryl, it was all these, like... like 9-12? It was like 9-12. <laughs> just doing the math and, for you. <laughs> thank you. You'll know, because it was, it was a no. really important <laughs> day you'll never forget around then. <laughs> oh, my God. And I worked for... a great anchor. <laughs> I worked for a country music station, and and every single person, basically, I was the intern, and I would have to record off of, like, I would have to record it off of the recording, then make the tape, put the sticker on it, Daryl Wortley's Have You Forgotten, Toby Keith's Brought to You Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. I must have made, like, hundreds of copies wow. of those things. I just still think it's weird that the radio station was, like, mailing out people's copyrighted music and just sending out tapes of it. Yeah. Oh, no, That's that just... was it. I had to handwrite the labels, yeah. give them, like, a bumper sticker and everything. Wow. Man. I was recording, I did as a kid, like, I had a tape recorder and a radio, and I would hold them together and mm-hmm. record my favorite songs, yep. and so I hated when DJs talked over the first seconds of my song. I was like, you're ruining my <laughs> yeah. perfectly good pirated recording yeah. of <laughs> Gangster's Paradise right now, <laughs> Rob. Or when it's toward the end of one side of the 
the tape and you ha- almost have the whole song and then it cuts off right yeah. before the end. That was, oh. be- that was be- and it was before the tape would like automatically loop to the back, so I'd have to take it out in the middle of the song and listen to it on the other side. It was very sad. I listened to that Gangster's Paradise tape a bunch of times though. <laughs> this was good times. So uh, let me, if you, just in case you haven't seen Pump Up with the Volume, I'm going to summarize now. And as I mentioned before, you guys jump in, interrupt, correct, cool. add. Um, uh, I can I just. Uh, not that bit, fast. It's a little <laughs> quick on the interruption. But before, before you get into it, I want to set the scene. Yes, all right? I want to set the scene. America's falling to shit. The government <laughs> officials are lying to us. Everything's going to hell. There's pollution everywhere. Everything's... Are you setting the scene now or back then? Boom. Yeah. Boom goes the dynamite, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The world's, Alex bad. the world's bad. But no, that's how this movie begins with him just describing 2017 in a nutshell. <laughs> over black. That was my first thought. So the movie takes place somewhere in any town, Arizona. A depressed high school student, Christian Slater, uh, with his great abs, is using a shortwave radio (laughs) he received as a present to broadcast a nightly pirate radio show about how hard it is to be in high school and how fun it is to masturbate. Through the power of niche marketing, niche marketing, which I would say, you think this inspired you to go do a podcast. What this inspires me is to like really find your audience and narrow cast because (laughs) he does a show just about his high school, and it takes off among high school students at that high school. He Mm. figured out what they wanted. No one was talking to them about their problems and their specific teachers by name. Uh, So he does this great niche show uh, in the high school demographic, and it goes great. Kids are selling tapes of audio, like audio cassettes for $5 each that they recorded (laughs) off the air and hand around. People are whispering, who is that guy? Man. And then they uh, also they seem to really like it when he's jerking off. Um, He calls himself... uh, Hard on Harry or Happy Harry Happy Harry Hard on, um, which great is, alliteration. Or hard on. Yeah, <laughs> really, what a radio station DJ needs the most. <laughs> we're we're going to come back to that. Actually, oh. hang on to that thought because um, uh, I liked that a lot. Also, wasn't that there was the same initials as his high school? It was Triple H as well? Mm-hmm. Um, something. It was something the director hard. actually named it after his. Uh, I think the high school that he went to. Very niche marketing mm-hmm. of the movie. He was like the high school kids <laughs> at this school are going to love this movie. <laughs> Uh, but at one point, uh, so everything is going great for him. He's having a good time. People are listening. But then he gives really bad advice to a suicidal kid, and his popularity explodes. It turns out that was all he needed to really catch fire in this demographic is to be not very considerate. He just needed his own stan. Like stand. Eminem stan. Oh, he's stan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he just needed one stan. Yeah, I thought he said stan. Yeah, stan. His stan shows up all of a sudden takes off and he is inciting kids they're rioting they're graffitiing they're putting their hair dryers in the microwave out of protest yeah which is weird turns bad and hits her in the face and then she's got a band-aid in the rest of the movie anyway she's really mad they don't really like show the fact that she gets hit in the face by it all of a sudden she just kind of shows up with black eyes with the band-aid yeah maybe a little bit more story if you're going to include her I mean, I wanted to see the microwave explode that's what they paid for but they put all their money in that helicopter at the end they couldn't afford it um so, yeah, so everybody's, everyone's going crazy. But that, you know, when the kids go crazy, the adults start to take notice. Uh, oh, and his, uh, he does find one student who likes him and figures out his identity, which seems like not that hard, I guess. Um, but they, uh, one, one girl finds it, and she writes dirty letters to him when he's on the radio, and then they become friends in real life, and he's got a girlfriend. Um, which, I don't know how you guys feel about dating one of the show's fans. That seems no, like maybe... that's a... <laughs> yeah. you, don't eat, you don't eat listener food, and you don't date listener <laughs> <laughs> Those are like the rules. <laughs> oh, man. Dating uh, listener food seems like it would be not worth it either. I... <laughs> Uh, do you get off? Do you get mailed a lot of food? No. Back when we worked in the in commercial radio, yeah, would, that especially because you did not know who these people because were. Because there was a gatekeeper, there was the you know right. the front desk person, and someone would be like, "Oh, I'm just she dropping this everything. off." I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone leave like a homemade cake, which is very right. nice. Yeah. Cheryl made you deviled eggs, and she dropped them off. Like, no, yeah, we, no, I'm not gonna eat them. When I, I was, uh, I worked with Mark Marin, and he he had like. 200 pies like just people kept showing up with food in the back and he was like this is really sweet I can't taste I can't eat them there's just no way yeah. it would be creepy I just can't do it but thank you um, that's good advice no yeah. one's no one's mailed us food someone did buy us three pounds of jelly belly but it was still sealed it was like oh, the full nice. jar yeah. it was actually kind of a terrible episode I had to <laughs> The point was I had to eat as much of it as I could in the episode. It was real oh, gross. Boy. It was the I saddest think, I've been on the air. Don't we still have a big thing of nacho cheese? Yeah. That someone, I think it's sitting over there <laughs> Yeah, somewhere. it is. It's behind. Someone sent it's us like a five-pound tin of micro, uh, a nacho cheese, and I have no I, idea I why. I still don't know. It must have referenced something that we forgot that we talked about on the show. I have no idea. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, yeah, here's a five-pound thing. I can't imagine what it costs to we ship. We get lots of candy. Yeah. We get um, but so- sealed summer food sausage. You will eat. Yeah, se- oh, yeah, sealed food, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, just not homemade listener food. If yeah. I know I mean, the if listener, we know them. Right. Yeah. 
But if it's someone who's like, here, eat this weird brownie. Yeah, so he <laughs> he breaks that rule, and he's dating a fan of the show uh, who's Samantha Mathis. Um, you guys know her from Atlas Shrugged Part 2, obviously. That was her big breakout mm-hmm. role later. This was the first one. This is her, her debut, and she was naked at 20. This was her first movie? It was her first movie. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I remember seeing her and in a lot of other things. And she was in everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the school oh so the the kids are going crazy which attracts the attention of the school administrators and then eventually the police and then the feds the FBI or the FCC sorry not the FBI the FCC shows up in their very marked vans and drive around the city <laughs> listening for where the radio station well, is coming from. The first FCC guy shows up in a limousine, yeah, which is my favorite image of the FCC guy being like, you know, fucking Classic. getting out of his private jet, just flew in from D.C., <laughs> fucking got, got to the runway, saw a Lincoln can- 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 Lincoln Continental and you was like, you get me a fucking limousine <laughs> right now. I don't care how much taxpayer money you have to spend. <laughs> I ain't cruising nowhere. Looks like daddy can stretch his legs. Yeah? <laughs> the, the, the excitement builds. It turns out that uh, the principal was actually committing some sort of fraud and was actually corrupt, and he gets her fired, which is cool. But then he, of course, uh, inevitably gets in a dramatic police chase with helicopters and the FCC um, over pirate radio, and, uh, and it works. They take him down. They end the show, but he inspires a whole new generation of kids to start their own pirate radio shows, and presumably... Um, a huge run on shortwave radio gear at Radio Shack yeah. after that. Uh, I've never bought shortwave radio gear, but it seems like actually to get it more than 10 or 20 feet would be pretty expensive. Yeah, exactly. So. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, where? I mean, I guess they are. It's like a rich school. So maybe they all have the money to go buy that. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. But yeah. Well, it turns out it's a rich school because they just expel the poor kids. That's <laughs> yeah, how they do yeah. it. No, but then keep all the money. They're yeah. very. So, yeah. So the, the corruption is they're very proud of their SAT scores. So if you have less than the ideal SAT score, they'll just kick you out of school, which is very effective yeah. for averages. But it turns out it's corrupt. So yeah, but anyway. then keep like a supplemental like government like donation, so they're still making yep. a bunch of money. Yeah. yeah. So at the end of the show, you hear all these voices of different students who are inspired <gasps> to start their shows. I love that. And, I'm sorry. And your show? No, don't be sorry because your show is one of those voices that emerged out of the ashes. I will say I didn't sleep very well last night. And when we were watching it this morning, I did get a little teary <laughs> as I, I was listening. To it. I just love it. I don't know. Yeah. I love. I love the message. I love people, you know, wanting to like get what I don't know, like inspire other people and get their yeah. messages out yeah. there. Yeah. And and I. And high school kids talking on the radio seems like way, way more productive than like graffitiing and, and and blowing stuff up in the microwave. I think that's great. Yeah. Make, make things. They're Snapchatting genitals. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely well, a better. I mean, make something. It can yeah. be pictures of you, yourself. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not for that, just to be clear. <laughs> uh, if you're underage, don't do that. Um, I, I cheered up a little bit, too, and I slept fine. Oh, I, I cried everything, but that that one that part got but me. But you were just happy because justice was so dead. At the end, Christian Slater went to jail. You watched him get the cuffs fit on him, and you were like, "You knew the rules, buddy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you played with fire. There are licensing <laughs> rules for the for a spectrum for a reason. We can't. If everyone could have unlicensed spectrum, you would not be able to hear anybody's broadcast. They'd just be talking over each other. Uh, this is. This is important, Anthony. <laughs> you make fun. Anthony, that was the best. <laughs> That's true. I forgot he was empathizing with like the with the sixties oh, yeah. boomer who had yep. sold out. Well, no. The, <laughs> when that when that one teacher matter. punched that kid, you were like, "Yeah, I mean, it's about time. Spare spare the battle, spoil the child. <laughs> yeah, you know, gotta maybe I, punch some of that bleach on his head. Goddamn actually, punks." <laughs> actually, what I was saying is, I know a lot of teachers right now, and I was like, "Man, you guys are all so hungover from last night I, when these kids are being dicks. Like, I understand if you're going to be mad at them. You're you're just trying to pay off your stupid master's degree that you shouldn't have taken out loans for." <laughs> Anyway, so uh, before we, uh, man, I mean, I use this as the beginning, but this is uh, fun, and so we're taking a while. So we're called. Uh, we like to middle and end with a compliment. It's called the compliment sandwich. We usually start, but it's the middle now. Um, so we're going to say our favorite things about the movie. Our major compliment, Anthony, you're going to go first in the compliment round. What's your major compliment for pump up the volume? Uh, I forgot how much I like young Christian Slater. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, like this. I, I'd never seen this movie before either, uh, before today. Uh, and I, I thought he's just, there's something about like, you know, a lot of people always compare him to like a young Jack Nicholson when he was younger. And he does have that kind of like manic energy. But you think of like this, Heathers is another one of, always been one of my favorite movies since I saw that in high school. Yeah. And there's just something about like, it's a little bit of like a, a psychopath inside Christian Slater that you can yeah, just tell there's yeah. like a dangerous energy to him that I think like he channels that really well into this movie being like how quiet and reserved he is when he's out versus the yeah. persona he like he's takes on. He's very good. He's good in this movie. I, I, I forgot. Like you, 
you forget about Christian Slater. Uh, <laughs> and then every once in a while, he shows up, and you're like, oh, he was doing good work, right? Yeah. Mr. Robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mr. Robot. He's great, Mr. Robot. Robot. Yeah. And a little little sociopath below the surface. Yeah. Sarah, what's your best? What's your favorite thing? Uh, the thing that always moment. stood out to me was uh, we always already talked about Leonard Cohen, but I think the soundtrack that it yeah. uh, that it like yeah. it highlighted so many um, bands and singers that weren't that well known. Like they play this really ridiculous song from the Descendants. I mean, there are songs from the Pixies. Uh, yeah. They name check like Jesus and Mary Chain. Like there's a bunch of really awesome music that's referenced and played in the thing. Yeah, there's notably. like this iconic uh, pan over his tape collection, which and is it's like a, Henry Rollins, and yeah. I have always wanted a poster of that. Yeah, just like the pan. Mm-hmm. I bet we the... could do that for you. Oh. oh boy, oh boy! But yeah, I mean, I like so many things about this. But it's going to uh, be inside of brownie. Center. But you can oh, <laughs> somebody's going to send you a poster. <laughs> Just drop it off at the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the soundtrack is totally good. I, I agree. Uh, my major compliment is uh, well, actually, I just like his tech setup. Uh, First of all, his bedroom is very well soundproofed because he's running a pirate radio station all night and his parents don't notice. And he uh, moves around mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's doing his wireless mic, which is not normal in a studio, uh, I would assume. It's it's and no headphones. Yeah, no headphones. So yeah, and he, I mean he's wildly inconsistent about how far he is from the microphone, which I'm sure would drive everybody who does radio crazy to watch him just not give a shit. Where he's like, sometimes the monologue is over here, and sometimes I'm masturbating this close, and sometimes uh, I'm doing it over here. But uh, what I what I miss from podcasting because like I am on a small laptop and with a small recorder, and you've got a pretty good setup with your mics and stuff. But like it's very digital. Um, what I would like is just a reel to reel with those big chunky switches. Uh-huh. Oh man! And I'm, I'm like a, I want to throw a switch and I want a button that lights up when I push it that has like a middle finger sign. And oh yeah, it's his on his on air sign. He still has one, yes. even though no yeah. one needs to see it. And, and and he doesn't want people to know. It's yeah. a secret that he's on the air. And he put a little bit of put a little bit of sass on it. Made it a middle finger too. I like that. It's a little present for himself. Yeah. I would love to do like a big fake analog studio to do a podcast in where you have to like throw a four inch reel to reel switch and it turns on your Zoom recorder just like funk. That'd be fun. Just for the effect. Very satisfying. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. whole turning it on and off, wasn't that satisfying? It was fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. I liked working with carts when I was yeah, in radio. It carts. was fun to just hit the buttons and then like load everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I like having every, I like things, you know, the, of substance. Like, it's I'm not nice. really that tech, not really that technologically. Um, so I like things that, like, I still have a cassette tape player in my car you that I still use. Yeah. yeah. I just, uh, you used to plug into that tape to headphone jack cable adapter. Now it's a, now it's a tape to phone. Yeah, tape to phone. <laughs> yep, sure do. Uh, I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm, not, I'm not anti-technology, but I do like a satisfying knob. Like, on a, my, on a car radio, if it, if it doesn't have a good turny knob, I'm unhappy with it. I just feel like you need to call something a satisfying knob. At some yeah, point. yeah. Uh, I feel Listeners, like be take a drink. <laughs> Greg, what's your major compliment? Well, actually, so both of the ones that you just said. My first was the soundtrack. I'm like, all right, Sarah took that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about the tech, and then you took that one. So uh, those were though my two favorite things about it. Like That's in right. all honesty, you can double up. And yes, yeah, so I'm doubling. I'm doubling down on it. Um, but especially the tech side, because I'm just thinking about when I was that age or somewhere around then, how much I would have loved to have been able to do that, but never would have been able to figure that out. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what I was impressed with, the most impressed with, is that you know I would have, God, what I would have done with a pirate radio station, I probably would have gone to jail for you know, like he did, um, sure. because I would have abused that power and oh, not, yeah, and not been smart enough yeah. to mask it. I would not have been that smart. Yeah, he was great. I would have got caught yeah. really quick uh, if I had tried to do it. But yeah, I think it's just just that idea. You know, I mean, I guess now you can do that with with podcasting. You know, people can make their own home studio, but it's not the same. It's not the same as back then. It was such an ex- exclusive thing to be able to do. Yeah. You know, to be on the radio like that. Well, because so, it's such a limited amount of things, like, on the radio. Like, there are only so many channels you can be on, whereas the yeah, internet right. is Which everything. Which is why yeah. the FCC limits <laughs> what stations can broadcast. <laughs> Good regulation. We all should learn a valuable lesson from that. Um but yeah, I mean that—that's just the thing. It's just such a sign of the time of 1990. You know, the equipment, the everything that they're doing. It just is—it's it, perfect for when it when it came on. Do you guys have any idea what the actual charges would be for what he did? You said go to jail. Would you actually go to jail yeah, for a pirate radio station? I think you oh, can. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty yeah. pretty serious charge. At least it used to be. I mean, it's a federal um, crime. Yeah. 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 So I mean, uh, let's see, pirate radio charges. Well, I was trying to Google it, and I accidentally got an article about Christian Slater arrested on sex abuse charges in 2005. So oh, I what? take back everything I, aware nice of that. I said about him. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, doesn't that take just the air out of everything? Yeah. People, stop doing that. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, back to work. Um, so, great compliments, you guys. Let's talk about things now that didn't hold up entirely as well. Uh, I think, by and large, this like for a movie from 1990, and especially a coming-of-age movie, like which has been less compelling to me after I came of age, mm-hmm. um, uh, I do think it holds up pretty well. It is actually really, I thought it was really fun. Uh, but there's a couple things. We mentioned the masturbating. So, mm-hmm. he, mm-hmm. a big part of his show is pretend, and not doing it for real. Which I guess is better, but it's pretending to jerk off into the radio six times an hour. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. noises are still like very aggressive. Yeah, yeah, visceral. Yeah, they're. Uh... He was he was doing he was slapping his hands together, and he was also slapping the back of his neck, <laughs> mm-hmm. which neck. doesn't sound better. I, I, maybe it is a little better. I don't know. I don't know which is more accurate. I guess that's really what it. Comes I mean, down it to. seems like he was really committed to the back of the neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. You guys would know. I mean, as people who worked in professional radio, is. Like fake masturbating on air would that fly in the well, FCC? Well, we did get fired from our last jobs for um, a kooky, like zany radio show. They were like, Maybe. "Oh, do you remember from KUFO?" We got well, replaced by all those like morning. Oh, you know, we people. got replaced. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. didn't do the cookie zany. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. But yeah. my God, yeah, they yeah. did. The people who replaced. We us, got in trouble like, you because we talked about books. We got a talking to about that. Uh, we book show. Yeah, we talked. Oh, yeah. We had we had like an author on, <laughs> and we got a talking to about you can't uh, a yelling, have you can't be talking about books. Yeah, yeah it was a yelling. For the record, with an open door so that everybody could hear us getting yelled at. Too. I remember. For the record, I don't believe this. This sounds like a fake origin story. I know. We got kicked off the radio for being too smart, but now we're coming at you. I will tell you. I swear. God, the marketing campaign after they laid us all off was KUFO. We finally got our balls back. Yeah, oh, I damn they did an entire lying. weekend of yeah, we got our balls back uh, after they after they got rid of us. Yeah, and, and then it was all like shows. bitches. Am I right? Yeah, yeah they brought in the shock jocks and yeah, went that I, whole. Ra- they did they, did they ever find out what exactly a cock ring was on KUFO? <laughs> now they the balls back? It's a ring made out of cocks. Obviously. Oh, there they go. Yeah, a ring with a cock on it's it. It's like that horror movie, it. The Ring, but with cocks. <laughs> I um uh, I listened to some shock jocks when I was a kid, and I distinctly remember, especially because it's Halloween today. Mm-hmm. I remember a Halloween episode of this show that is, in hindsight, probably not very good, where they had a contest of listeners having sex with pumpkins in studio. <laughs> so people came in wow. and they would drill holes in pumpkins and have sex with them, and somehow they would win. Uh, I don't remember oh. what the prizes were, but like yeah. that was on. How do you the, determine? We didn't hear it. Yeah, they had there was some they had something had to verify something as okay. all I remember. Mm-hmm. It was called Funkin' Pucking and uh wow. it was uh in your form you must have remembered that cuz it's like your formative years. I can't tell like, you I can't even tell you the name of the show anymore. I do not remember who it yeah. was. Um and <laughs> Just remember the disappointment later when you tried it yourself. <laughs> uh, I, there's nothing that you have to cut. That doesn't sound like there's no way I'm good enough at creating as a sculptor a, a surface that would feel nice for myself. I'm not. I can't even carve a pumpkin into smiling face, let alone a consenting adult. I mean, wouldn't you just be able to just cut a hole in the pumpkin? It's mushy on the inside. Well, but the ridges, I know. you'd have to be very... I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. Know. That's I don't pretty know. rigid. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There's yes. definitely I'm, more fuckable vegetables than pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do it. Absolutely. I'm most impressed that they didn't... Uh, like, how many times they had to use the dump button for screwing up pumpkin pumpkins. Yeah, you, yeah. Like think, that, you'd think. that, yeah. I would yeah. screw that up constantly. But you guys see us talking about Shock Jockey. We have become the Shock <laughs> Jocks. We didn't want to be. See how easily we fall into it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you blame a 16-year-old kid? You know? Uh, oh, don't do that. Ten, ten years later, this, the pump up the volume two is his kid getting into grosser <laughs> Shock Jockey. And he's like, no, man. The man. Actually, the system is pretty helpful. <laughs> we all become what we were afraid of. I took some associate classes in prison, and I got a real job in the radio. Another thing that didn't hold yeah. up super well is that very early on, uh, they're driving to school, and there's like a driving to school scene, and this young girl gets out of a car, and a series of guys yell how they would like to have sex with her, and then the mm-hmm. girl's dad in the car just smiles and waves at the <laughs> yeah. guy yeah. and drives away. That, that was weird. really weird. Yeah. so gross. It's like, yeah, me too. I mean, yeah. I just really understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand like her, like what she's supposed to represent, but it doesn't seem like she does any of it very no, well. No, because she's supposed to be like the dreamy, smart, like hot. Yeah, everybody's girl. in love with her. Yeah, bobbing around, not really doing anything, and then and her dad is her like proud of her sexuality. It's yeah. in a way that's creepy. And yeah. so is uh, Christian Slater's dad. Everyone's just yeah. proud of their yeah, kids, both, just procreating. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I don't hate that with his parents, where they're like, yeah. we found a girl in your room. Hey, that's better than you masturbating on the radio. That's <laughs> a good turn. Uh, yeah. And as long as you don't get pregnant, like that girl who was kicked out of school for getting knocked up. That's yeah. true. Which they only touch on quite briefly. but Yeah, and then that turns out fine. Um, uh, I don't know if this would hold up for you guys, but uh, I looked up blackjack gum, and it mm-hmm. is black licorice flavored. Mm-hmm. 
It sounds horrifying. I remember Black Jack. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, there there were a couple of people that liked that. Remember the Black Jack? Yeah, it was just very. I mean, I don't. Yeah, it wasn't. It isn't the most refreshing flavor. No. if you're looking for gum. Yeah, that's oh, sounds horrible. Um, uh, what else did I think was kind of weird? Uh, I'm trying to think of other things. Yeah, that, yeah. Feel free to jump in here. Let me yeah. see what I wrote down. Um, oh, I, the like sort of the message that he is doing is like, you guys don't have to listen to what what everyone's telling you to do. You should get out there and do. And like, you're listening to a wacky DJ <laughs> tell you what to do. Yeah. That's your mm-hmm. new. Don't you? See, this is a very life of Brian, right? You're like, no, 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 don't follow anybody, and like, mm. good, we'll do what you say. It's very much like that. And that was DJ. kind of the thing with the whole like punk kid, the blonde punk guy, where he's just like, yeah, damn the man, and all this stuff, and then he's listening to every single like yeah. literal thing that that uh, Christian Slater's character is playing, and then uh-huh. like, and then they give him a soul at the end, where he's just like holding that sign, where he's like, I just want to write to an education. And I'm like, really, dude? Really, punk rock, dude? That's, that's not what, what stood out to me as what you want. In no. life. You, you just want that because they said you can't have it. If you give that. <laughs> In school, he's going to not want school anymore. Exactly. He's like, oh, I get it now. Uh, there was also a part where they like made an effigy of the principal and hung it using a noose. Yeah. They, like, say, there was like a, one like of my biggest lynching. pet peeves in movies is people tying too nice of nooses. <laughs> and, like, you see it all the time. Like, like it's, tying a, it's nooses, hard. It's a tough, very specific knot. Yeah. And to get like one, like such a prop quality yeah, noose. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. You see it all the time in yeah, movies, yeah, you yeah. know? And it's like, if... <laughs> Like especially when it's in something like this, when it's and when it's like a historical drama, so like yeah, I'll, okay, I'll give you like sure, I get yeah, what you're yeah. going for. Those people right. tied Craft a bit them. of those Craft in their days. Yeah. They're fucking monsters. But when it's like high school kids tying <laughs> nooses in movies and stuff, it's always such a nice noose. And it's like who who who's making that? Why do you have such a good noose? Where do you get that? The drama student. And honestly, yeah. every single yeah. time I see it in a movie, I'm always well, like. The fuck you on that time? Now I'm never like, going to be able to do yeah, that. I know, yeah, I know. You'll notice every time. I know, yeah, because who is doing it? It's like some kid named Dale's been practicing this for years. <laughs> like, there's, yes, it's my time now. There's a deleted scene where the, the kids of the sailing club are all listening to the radio, and they're like, yeah, we should use our power for bad. <laughs> Did you see the random uh, Seth Green cameo? No. No, I yeah. saw looking online afterwards that he, he was, was in this, and I was like, who the yeah, fuck was No, he has an amazing this? red mullet, and he basically just comes up to someone. He was and, in the audiovisual club, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, because he's in the AV club, and he's like, hey, and then uh, he puts one of the, I don't know, one of the things that connect all the speakers inside uh-huh. the ceiling. And oh, like, that was yeah, him. man. Yeah, he has a like, glorious red mullet. Seth he's very young in it, too. Hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to see if you saw him. He has a lot of cameos. Like, yeah. if you start watching movies from the 90s, like, he pops up Probably in a them. lot yeah. of things. Oh, Can't Buy Me Love. He's in... Yeah. Yeah. We, we did just... the original It miniseries recently. He's oh, in that. Yeah. Pretty yeah. heavily featured. I, I forgot he was in that. that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, well, I'm always surprised by a Seth Green cameo. I always oh, like yeah. that. It's always popping up. Yeah. I also felt like... This is another... This is part of my boring adult bullshit, I guess. But I... Uh, when they were like... The kids were like, Yeah, we're gonna rebel! And then they drink beer on a football field. I just felt like it was like just not. It's like that's your solution to everything. Doesn't matter what the problem is. You're like we're gonna solve this by drinking our parents' beer in a football field. It's just a boring rebellion. Got to use the tools you have, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I want to know what would be your big rebellion. I don't know. I wrote a zine. I mean, I feel like making art is a cool thing, but mm-hmm. that's not funny. Uh, but I, I mean, it certainly wouldn't be like uh, yelling in a football field. Yeah, I mean, my, like when I was in high school, I mean, like my main high school thing was that I was like tr- trying to be a, a pool hustler. So I spent a lot of time in a pool <laughs> hall learning how to be a pool shark, and I learned how to uh, hustle poker. That was like I was trying. I wanted to be like a road gambler. How did you learn how to hustle poker? Like ca- card counting? No, no, no. Like actually, like card manipulate, like cheating at, at poker, like a dealer. So oh. like, a, I, I met a card mechanic at a Carl's Junior. This is. Sounds like a lie, but uh, my buddy and I were trying to learn how to. We like found a book in, at the library, and so we we're trying to learn mm-hmm. how to do some card cheating. And a, a guy walked by and was like, "You're doing that wrong." And we were like, "Oh shit, we want to be your <laughs> yeah. friend." This at is a, like out of a movie, <laughs> at a Carl's Junior. <laughs> and we hung out with him. We were like, we would meet with him once a week for all summer, and we'd pay him twenty bucks an hour, and he would teach us card mechanics. And then, uh, and and it was he was so. He knew so much shit. Like one day he was like, "We can't meet at that Carl's Jr. tomorrow." He called us. He said, "We can't meet at that. There's going to be a drug bust there. We have to meet at this what? other." So we went to a Taco Bell and we drove by the Carl's Jr. And sure enough, there was police tape all around it. What? He just knew things, and then he disappeared forever. And we just like one day he just didn't show up, and then we never heard from him again. And then a couple years later, we ran into a friend of his who we'd met, 
And we were like, hey, what, did, what happened to PJ? And he's like, oh, he's been in jail. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. It, and it wasn't, it wasn't for cool stuff. I don't, I don't know what had happened, but it wasn't like for card manipulation. He was like running a business and just embezzling. Like it was just some boring shit on the oh, side. Okay. He like knew all this cool stuff, but his main gig, he ran like a landscaping company and would just overcharge for materials. It was, he was just like, it, this is part of growing up, right? Is you're like, oh, it turns out you're not a cool, you're not an amazing poker hustler. You're just a normal thief. <laughs> you know, he, I believe the technical word is career criminal. Career criminal. <laughs> no, like, that's yeah. the professional term. You know? He actually yeah. did say one time, he was like, just like when you're setting up a game and you're like, instead of spending four hours trying to cheat somebody, if they just put their money on the table, just grab it. Just run. Just like take it and go. It's way faster. And we were like, do you not appreciate the artistry? That's what we're here for. We don't need money. We live in the suburbs. We like. I love you just bringing like white privilege to like the crime game just being like no I'm not in it for the money I'm not like exploiting this because I'm trying to survive and oh, scrape shit. by I want to be the owner of the hustler I want to yeah. you know I stand some by people that. paint some people sculpt I hustle that's what that's my craft it's not wrong that is true <laughs> And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate it. It's time for a uh, lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. <laughs> Uh-oh. We're going into the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We're going to finish this shit up. This is our mini-game segment where we talk about things inspired by the movie but not directly uh, about the movie. Uh, so one thing I wanted to do with you guys was because you guys have all these years of terrestrial and now digital. What do you, if it's not terrestrial, space radio? Um, mm, yeah, we always call it, ter- we started, used to call it terrestrial now, but I think we call it commercial. Yeah, commercial. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah successful. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, as as professional terrestrial and then space radio people, mm-hmm. I want I know there's a job because I've met people who do this where you go to like a radio show, you listen to their tapes, and you give them feedback and help them be better as radio consultants. Mm-hmm. Consultants, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you hate them. However, now that you have earned the privilege by doing this for a long time, I'm going to put you in the role as professional radio consultants, and I mm-hmm. want you to give me some feedback. If I had just handed you three hours of this Christian ra- Christian Slater radio show. Mm-hmm. What is your consultant response to oh. him? How's he doing as a radio personality? Well, already you address the being on your microphone. That's number one that issue. Is so, that is a bad I am bad so distracted by fix. that the entire yeah. time. Every time I'm like, <laughs> his voice sounds exactly the same, but he is going yeah. in and out like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Alex was it's saying awful. earlier. That is so fr- No headphones. No headphones. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to have headphones on in order to understand if you're having like, you know, the same continuity of sound. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big issue. Also, uh, consistency in the length of his shows. Like, what do people <laughs> expect here? You know, mm-hmm. you're asking somebody to set aside an hour, you're giving them five minutes. Because no. some people find that charming, like little blonde uh, yeah. like punk rockers. Yeah. Things, like, sometimes he's on five seconds, sometimes five hours. Like, that's Give my guy. Like, no, want. that's yeah. not your guy. He's, he's shortchanging you <laughs> on what you're getting. No, and, and so some people pay five bucks an episode. Yeah. Five, five, five bucks seconds? for a five, yeah, five second show? No. Also, no. nobody's on the air for five seconds. That is a <laughs> fuck up. That's not a decision of your program tonight. Yeah. You're not like, hey, just checking in. Everything's great. See you later. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm trying to think if he, well, he doesn't have to follow, like, the actual rules. Right. No. Yeah. He's okay on that. But in fact, as podcasters, that's more important probably even than terrestrial radio because terrestrial radio, you're on, there's 24 hours on that station. They're going to decide what else is happening. And if you you Mm -hmm. are done early, some other show would be there. But on a podcast, you do have to kind of set somebody's expectations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we do. And we definitely, like, sometimes, I mean, we'll, like, dance around, like, how long our show is. But we try to, like, make it roughly a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's never five seconds. It's never five seconds. Yeah. It's never five hours. Yeah. It is nice, like, doing a podcast, though, because, like, the stress of doing, uh, like commercial radio and like with the profanity and if you have guests mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and you don't know exactly what right. what the fuck is going to come out of their mouths yeah. like I remember we've had people on because you like have to refresh the dump button a lot if you're having someone who's like profane mm-hmm. but yeah. as for Harry Hardon yeah Less masturbation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I mean, or, be... or none. It was I'd be weird. okay with none. Although his audience it's does like seem to like it. it. Uh, you know? They'd cut to teachers listening to the station, smiling. And drinking wine. And drinking wine. And yeah. giggling that, Listening to it. a... That's like teachers. That part, I believe. The wine and the brandy. That all seemed yeah. like teachers to me. Yeah. But listening to a student they know is at their school pretend to masturbate on the uh, air. Yeah. While well, like, and also, yeah. do they know it's pretend? Yeah, they don't. That's true. And he. it also wasn't like he was doing it like... He, like he was like, now you're going to hear me... Come on my own face, and then they just. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was gnarly. It was pretty aggressive. Yeah, um, but you got to give the people what they want. Yeah, like I give them a bonus for that. It. They seem they, to want they it. like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So you guys would be sitting in a meeting with Christian Slater, be like, "Listen, the masturbating thing. I was skeptical. 
We did some listener testing. We did some surveys. We ran the numbers. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Highly rated every time. Uh, people who listen to you masturbating listen ten percent longer than people who hear an episode where you're not masturbating. If you could start doing it on the first like five and ten yeah, of the hour, yeah. that would really like help with like a consistent God. instead of like traffic on the five. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a tease about ten minutes. Say it's gonna be happening. You know? <laughs> Maybe I would also tell him as a consultant to not give like mental health advice. Yeah, the yeah. suicide counseling was difficult, yeah. but I felt like he, he did say. All mail answered. And so he did owe that person a phone call because mm-hmm. he promised he would respond to every single listener yeah. mail. Yep. Mm. Uh, he didn't do a good job of it. When you said all mail answered for a second, I thought you were talking about like all like men answered. Yep, all men. All right. yep. <laughs> I mean, it was, well, that's the thing. It did feel like it was a bro-y show with the jerking off Very much. and all the, the hard-on stuff. It seemed like he'd probably be a heavily male demographic. I mean, but fairly progressive in terms of sexual politics. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, was this pretty good chance? about being like, hey, man, you're not weird. They're weird, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. That guy, he does want to, like, touch you, but he's, yeah, just, yeah. he's too insecure about it right now, you know? Oh, yeah. So, for those of you who haven't seen, there's a, one of his uh, callers is a is a, a gay kid who's, like, gotten the situation, and the guy's, like, faked him out, and then they're like, sorry, we're not gay, we're making fun of you. And he was, like, actually really helpful to that kid. Not mm-hmm. good that the guy yeah. was killing himself, but really helpful to that kid. Yeah. He actually was. He gives some pretty solid advice. Yeah. 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 And he did say, before all his advice, he was like, I don't know why you want advice from me. I'm bad at life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a good Definitely, disclaimer. Yeah, it needs the disclaimers. That is absolutely true. You well, know, he really did get a, a lawsuit there at some point. Well, he did a good job of like making himself every man. Like he was mm-hmm. just like, "Hey, I identify with you, whoever mm-hmm. you are." And Actually, like, this different. this, this yeah. movie definitely gave me like made me feel less comfortable calling anyone for help because the guy who wanted suicide counseling got really bad advice, and then then the school set up a counseling. A secret counseling hotline, and if you called it, the police tracked your number and they tried to arrest you. <laughs> really did not teach kids to respect phone call helplines. No, they yeah. really didn't. No, and I I know this has nothing to do with anything, but I just finished uh, reading the book, uh, Anne Rules, The Stranger Beside Me, and Ted okay. Bundy worked mm-hmm. uh, for a hotline, oh. for an actual like crisis helpline. Yeah. yeah, And that could be another a serial killer could be sitting at the end of that, too. I have a friend who's, who worked for suicide counseling for a long time as, as a... As a Call uh, as a, not caller as a <laughs> call answerer. Uh, she called, she had some issues. No, um, but she one thing she said is that actually you you hope that it's going to be a lot of helping people in like standing on a bridge. They're going to be like, I'm going to kill myself, and then you're like, No, don't. But that it's actually you get a lot of people calling to masturbate to the sound of your voice. Really? That oh. that's like a big part of the job is being like, All right, I can confirm that sounds like you slapping the back of your neck with your hand. Dump. <laughs> oh man, and that was way more than she had hoped. It was just a lot because wow. they know you're because you're not they they think you're not allowed to hang up on me. And so oh. it's like it's very abusive. It's fucked up. That it's is, super that is up. a really but that makes dark, sense. Yeah. I could see yeah. that dark yeah. thing for somebody to be doing. Like I'm going to call the suicide line. Yeah, Make them, yeah. Oh god, sure inspired a lot of people. Maybe <laughs> 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 uh, in the wrong way. Also, the thing about the drinking off too is that it's a very intimate medium. Radio, mm-hmm. like so intimate that he was like actually having sex with you over yeah. the radio. So I don't know. Is that that's why that one person was smart who listened to the show over the phone? Mm-hmm. Get a third layer yeah. of like separation. <laughs> don't just listen to the radio. Straight. No, I was your friend. Put the phone. <gasps> the at the radio. Like, oh, I think yeah. he's about ready. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? I will say for growth though, they didn't show all the other people who weren't listening when True. he would, yeah. you know, True. start masturbating. A lot of people probably so turned it off then. He may be limiting the uh, the growth of that of that show. Do you guys watch the Howard Stern movie? I'm sure. Oh, yes, because yeah. um, mm-hmm. that a listener masturbated over the radio, and that was like the key mm-hmm. to him taking off. Mm-hmm. Oh, was I, that when she was sitting on the speaker? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they had some sort of oh. radio <laughs> sex. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also I, not super believable. I don't know. I've never had women parts. That seems like probably not enough. Um, probably not. I've never, I've never tried ne- never it. Never sat on a woofer. I've never sat on a woofer. The king of all media's voice. I, I said it so frequently. Well, so let's talk about. Uh, let's talk. Actually, I want to talk about you guys now. So, um, lightning bonus round. So, you guys, um, you guys have been doing this podcast four days a week for eight years. Five days a week. Mm. Mm-hmm. I thought you took Thursdays off. Mm-mm. Oh no, we do no, uh, Thursdays. We do earlier. an hour early. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, five days a week mm-hmm. for eight years. Uh, so, what maybe inspired by this? Like, this started with uh, what Christian Slater said. What was like? Uh, what's the thing? Maybe six years in, that you were like, "We're really doing this. We got. We we're, mm. we found our thing." How has it changed from the original mission, and like, how, and how is it now? Because we, I think, over time, we got a lot more faith in ourselves. I think when we first started, like you guys know, you started in two thousand nine as mm-hmm. well, and mm-hmm. it's like it wasn't that very well received year. of a medium. It was such a good year, and uh, you know, it was really hard to be Young taken. Obama <laughs> still in office, <laughs> yeah. just kidding. Oh, oh, still oh, had black hair, still yeah. had so much hope and optimism. Young, oh, yeah, I remember the days of hope. 
But yeah, Avatar was, was just released in theaters. <laughs> That's such, right, oh. it was. Yeah, it really was. Did you did you research this? Or do you no, know no, this? This, is, this is this is the way Anthony's brain works. He knows two. He does one political fact and one movie for every year. Yeah. You name it. You're like, oh yeah, Richard Nixon, and also. Oh, uh, that's amazing. That's, good. that's a good superpower. Anyway, 2009, weird year. Oh yeah, weird year. So uh, I think from the beginning to, I mean, I can't even listen to our first episodes because oh, we yeah. had no idea what the hell we were right. doing. It's not that we didn't know what we were doing as far as doing well, we didn't show, know we didn't know what we were doing just, in the aspect of the overall the grand scheme right like the grand scheme of the direction where, we wanted to go are yeah. all of those yeah. episodes still available oh yeah god yep like you, anyone can go and listen to them if you want. anybody it can it is yeah. weird yeah. and we'll get like new listeners and someone's yeah. like I'm listening to episode 37 and remember when you talked nope. about that I'm like no yeah, we're, no, we don't, yeah. I don't remember last week's episode I, exactly. that, I, yesterday. I hear about that like, there's a few podcasts I listen to especially like I have this one podcast I listen to it's like a weekly three hour podcast mm-hmm um, and every they, time, uh, almost every time. Like, Sometimes yeah. it's five seconds, but normally uh, it's three hours. <laughs> uh, but they they've been doing it for years, and they get like like mail, and it's like a kind of like comedy news podcast, and they do like um, people like I'm starting to listen to episode one, yeah, and that's why I'm I was like people are like, completists. Like start from like you don't need there's no like storyline that stuff's yeah. not going to be relevant. Like what yeah. are you getting out of that? Like. That's such a weird thing. Like when someone I'm tells you, I'm guessing people can't do your show. They would because ha- it's just too long. They do. We do have people that are doing it, but then they're um, so far behind. It's yeah. going to take them like years to catch yeah. up. Yeah. 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 So but, I mean, do you think there's something to, like of like value in those early shows? Like in, <laughs> the only like, thing would be a, maybe a Greg few running jokes. Yeah. 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 Like from that, but. I mean, yeah, we've we, re-explained those jokes over the years anyway, exactly. so Exactly, really, that's what we do, too. Like, like, we still say meat yeah. suits, and that's from, like, episode 30-something. But oh, yeah. we don't... We could just say it's just a thing that somebody said in uh, in The Secret. The yeah. She was like, uh, you're not meat suits. And we were like, fuck you, crazy lady. We are meat suits. That's all. That's the whole story. <laughs> meat suit rebellion. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're not, like... Rebellion? Do you mean, sure. Were you, what were you doing? What were, what were meat you doing? Meat suit rebellion? Nothing. You said, fuck you, lady. I, yeah, I yeah. am a meat suit, and so you were oh, rebelling because you, oh, you were a meat I thought suit. you were doing, like, mm. zoot suit riot, but you were, like, meat suit rebellion. Anyway, oh. it doesn't matter. I'm um, very confused. I did. Was that the Cherry Poppin' Daddies? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Uh, local in Oregon. Eugene. And now Greg is going to say that he went to a party that they played at. I bet. No, okay. no, I didn't go to a party. No, I was kicked out of their concert. Oh, that yeah. was it. I got I, Was it for being like, your name's distasteful. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you make people say that name all the time? <laughs> I heard my grandma say it. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they hate that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just do that to go and heckle Cherry Pop. And <laughs> it is the worst thing. Very fair point, though. When, if you yell, they hate it, but they'd be like, yeah, that's true. We're sorry. <laughs> I saw them do a live in, in store at a record store in Berkeley, uh, like d- during the height of that record. And uh, I had them sign a CD, and the guy was like, just so you know, no one's gonna ha- think about us ever again. Like we're we're just—it's just this week. We are just taking advantage of this oh. little blip in the radio. No one's gonna care about us in five years. And wow, so at least he was honest. The truth. Yeah, yeah, I? yeah. And I don't remember asking what I asked him, so he might just say that to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are talking about him on space radio. Well, you yeah. in twenty seventeen. So what's the second single on the, off the album gonna be? <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, come on, <laughs> this shit ain't happening." That's true. That's true. Um... So what else has changed since 2009 for you guys then, besides you've gotten better at what you're doing and the medium's matured? Oh, How has that like yeah. affected you? I think we found our audience. I think our audience has found us. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we're, yeah. both, we're comfortable in like the positions that, I don't know, that we're in on the show. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's such a hard thing to compare. Like, I don't even yeah. remember exactly 2009. But yeah, I would say that, um, yeah, found our direction. We know what we're doing, and we know what we do well, and we know what we don't do well, like what, what, to, what, what do to work you, on. What do you do well and what do you not do well? See, that's a hard thing to get you into. You just said you know. I know, you I know. Just, I would we not do. have done it, but um, you said you know. Our, our <laughs> timing and the way that we structure the show works really well for us mm-hmm. as far as how we... I mean, it's each show is generally structured the same. Mm-hmm. Like the content's completely different, right. but we know how it how it flows well. You're like, well, we follow right. like our, our series of like yeah. bullet points. Yeah, we know what we're going to get through. One of yeah. six weird sexual tangent. One twelve. Right. Yeah, conversation <laughs> about snacks. One twenty five. Never listen to our show. Slap neck and <laughs> every, pretend to masturbate. Every time I've yeah. done your show, we've talked about snacks for at least twenty it is minutes. True. Yeah, we do yeah. talk That's about a recurring snacks. Theme I with am you, very hungry right now. <laughs> it is. It is weird with certain guests. We do have just recurring themes that just naturally happen. You, it's snacks. John yeah. Doerr, it's always about uh, Sarah's kitchen oh, and yeah. whether it's sure. messy. Sure. And then he tries to give advice. That sounds like he's a creep. Mm. John Doerr? Oh, no. Oh, he's delightful. I know. I, no, I know. He started off making no, fun no, of No, but he just tries to give life advice. 
advice because he asks about it. It's just been mm-hmm. a thing now. And it he's always happen. disappointed in Sarah. Yeah. But then he tries to talk her back up. And yeah, so that's one thing you do really well is you guys have a lot of high profile guests. You talk mm-hmm. to comedians, but you talk to a lot of you do a lot of interviews and you guys interview mm-hmm. very well. And it's fun. Very I think good. that um, one of the important things to us is that we get a lot of repeat guests. Like it's yeah. not somebody that we have on and there's like, OK, well, I'm not interested in coming back. Like we've been able to establish relationships, um, you know, be yeah. it professional or friendship or otherwise yeah. with people and not just comedians. I mean, musicians, yeah. mm-hmm. artists, all kinds of people. I mean, also between the two of you, I, I see you two out hanging out together fairly. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, That's true. You go to I, parties together. You, mm-hmm. you see, I mean, with a lot of like people who I think do this type of job, you hear stories about like, oh, they don't talk off the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just save oh, everything yeah. for that. Yeah. They don't want to burn through any good conversation. Do you have yeah. any of that? I mean, the, do you the, just feel comfortable with Mythbusters that hate about? each other? Mythbusters <laughs> never talk? Yeah. Penn and Teller hate each other? Those are real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have worked with people before that I disliked mm-hmm. incredibly. Um, but for the most part, I mean, and nobody else, like I worked on the Rick Emerson show, which was a, a longstanding show here in Portland. Mm-hmm. Rick is still a good friend of mine. Greg and I get along really well. I mean, but... Mm-hmm. It's more fun to work with somebody that you like than you sure. have to pretend to sure. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think don't I think hate we, each other. Mm-hmm. I could tell. We, yeah. we fought the tension physically. is really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's partially sexual. Yeah, well, yeah. that's why I'm confused. <laughs> no, it's how it always goes. <laughs> Will they or won't they? Yeah. yeah. That kind well, of he cuts the joking section every week for this episode. <laughs> I always try to sneak it in. I try to put it in a little sl- subtle. Just put a nice, nice slow joke. You know, just one of these every few seconds. <laughs> just. I'm just impressed that you're able to do it. What are you guys bad at? Uh, sometimes getting along if we've spent too much time together. Oh, you do get prickly? A little prickly. Yeah. yeah I mean, especially like two personalities that I, I, sometimes we just get a little, we're running this all by ourselves. You know, like we deal with the advertising, we deal with the tech issues, we deal with the guests and everything else. So, I mean, it gets to be, it's, I would not want to do anything else, mm-hmm. but I mean, it gets yeah. to be a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, the, the behind the scenes stuff we could do. And so I think that's what we yeah. want to try and separate yeah. more is like the behind the scenes stuff and the on air totally. stuff. And like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a nice studio, but it's also like you guys are in a very small workspace, mm-hmm. you know, while yeah, you're sure. here. Like that, if you did any kind of job daily in a, a room this small, right? Yeah. It's right. Always, for this many years, so things are going to come up. I know, thankfully yeah. we have the green room too, so one yeah. of us can go in there and work, the other person stays in yeah. here. Then we're good. Separate. Yeah. Yes, mm. separation. Uh, we have to. We have to wrap. We have to keep our promise of exactly an hour and nine minutes every mm. week. But um, before we do, one more lightning bonus round. This comes from Heidi, who wanted to know what our underground DJ names would be. So I know, sir, you told me that your name is a DJ name. Greg, you're for yes. real, Greg. Yeah. Yeah, okay. um, yeah. I thought about changing when I got into radio and doing stuff. I'm like, should I use Nibbler? You have so but many I'm like, nicknames. It's that so you've come weird. Up with. Like, yeah. 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 And it sounds like I'm covering it up. Yeah, I was going to say, no so. one would make up Nibbler. Nobody's going to do that to themselves. No, and nobody. Make, yeah. The Nibbler. Like, that's always like oh. the me- You Greg's sound so like a- sweet because everyone's like, always like, oh, nobody would make that up because you're basically just saying that his name sounds like no, shit. It's, yeah. No, it like, I mean, it sounds <laughs> like nobody a- would make it up. Do you ever do you like think a- about doing a segment when, like, I take a nibble on all the big news stories of the week? <laughs> <laughs> just a little, the little nibble. hot, 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 yeah. Just hot, like, hot takes. Yeah. Just little hot takes on a bunch of big news Sounds like a McDonald's villain. Like, like, yeah. like the yeah. nibbler would hang out with uh, the the hamburger. Yeah, I, it did suck. Silly my McFlurries. When Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> it did used to suck when people would call in. Uh, like on commercial radio and they thought that I took my name from Futurama because there's a character named Nibbler oh, on there. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, no, I've had the name longer than Nibbler, whatever this thing is and it would yeah. frustrate me so much. And being from well, Portland, Matt Groney may have gotten the name from you. That's true. See, it's you know, that's what he did. I mean, <laughs> that's the way I got to spit it. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I inspired actually that that name. Uh, uh, so what, what would your what would your pirate radio name oh, be? Oh man, I've come up with a lot of nicknames oh. for myself. Uh, Pirate, mm, man. I'll tell you what, when I, so when I was doing college radio, because I mentioned this, I think off the air, I don't know, if, I can't remember now, mm. um, but I did this college radio and the uh, the local prison listened a lot, and so someone had said when we first started, they are like, we would like you to pick a, a fake DJ name so that no one from the prison kills you, and so I was like, well, my name will be DJ Don't Kill Me, and then <laughs> it'll be very upfront, and they'll know what not to do. So that was my pirate radio name was DJ Don't Kill Me. That's a really good name. And my friend was DJ Tucker Carlson because he was kind of a, a troll. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Tucker. 
I mean, I do have I mean, some of I my just, fake rap names. Can I come up with one, or can I just use my one that I do yeah, have? Because actually, yeah, I did take the X from my... So everyone thinks that he got his name from Futurama with the Nibbler thing, yes. but actually, I'm the one that took the X from David X. Cohen, who's the creator of Futurama. Oh, cool. So everyone's like, well, I'm like, one of us is named after Futurama, and everyone always thinks mm, it's Greg. Yeah. yeah. And then I did the Dylan because... <laughs> they could I, tell that one of you is named after Futurama. They just get it wrong. <laughs> I, I just can't tell. We won't tell them which one. Yeah. And, uh, That's good. Yeah, Dylan because of Dylan McKay from Beverly Hills. No, no I'm just... Do you have, no, Bob Dylan. <laughs> Anthony, do you have either... A, I guess it could be a pirate radio name or if you have like a name you use when you're bowling or something. DJ like, what, Talk Funny. DJ Talk Funny. That's uh, pretty good. Oh, I like it. That is good. My yeah. rap name's MC Talk Funny. That's pretty you good. You sort of you st- stick with that same thing. You I know? like that a lot because uh, everyone just thinks you have a New York accent. Yep. That's a fun thing about the way you talk. Mm. That is the best thing about being in terrestrial radio is you don't know where I'm from, so it could be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can find it. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, Greg? Uh, I'm trying to think. So, I mean, I've, I've come up with a lot of nicknames over the years, but I would say if I were to do a pirate radio station, I mean, I could use my fake Australian rapper I created called Crocodile Dungee. That would probably That's be That's pretty it. solid. Yeah. Okay, there you yeah. go. I think yeah. you should stick with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If I was a rapper, my rapper name was going to be just E, because like, then I could say it's like MC Squared. Twice uh, as good as another rapper. Yeah. You get it? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just E. Yeah. Also, it's a drug. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that was all channel. on a lot of levels. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> it would, yeah, it'd be the lowercase E, but that would be. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Heidi. Mm-hmm. And thank you, everybody who wrote in with suggestions for games. Uh, that's the end of Lightning Bonus Round. If you want to play along in the future, go to readdeskweek.com slash next, and you can see the upcoming episodes and suggest games, ask questions, etc. Um, now it's time for a minor compliment. It's the last nice thing we're going to say about Pump Up the Volume. We're going to reverse order. Okay. So, uh, Dungy, you're Minor up. compliment. Minor compliment. A minor compliment. I mean, I think, it's, honestly, it's just everything that we said. So, so I guess I, if I can pick one thing. Come on. One thing out of it. Yes, uh, you can and have to. Okay, I would say the clothing. I love Ooh, looking at the 90s, the 90s clothing. Really? I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's a 90s dance night really near my apartment, and every time that lets out, I just feel See, sad. I don't like that, okay. but I like looking at that in the night. The authentic like, 90s. Yeah, authentic yeah. 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I felt that the same way with the... Um, the credit sequence in the movie. The opening credits mm-hmm. are the most 90-ass, like, yeah. fonts and everything. It just oh, really sets, like, a tone of, like, taking you back. By 90s, you mean 80s, right? I mean, this came out in 1990, so they were filming it in the late mm. 80s. Yeah. So, basically 80s. Transition. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the kids were already dressed more like, you know, grungy than, yeah. like, yeah, 80s hair. So yeah. I sort of think mm. of that as well in 90s. Yeah. I think it's pretty solid. Um... I have two mini minors. Uh, one is, uh, I did love the line, uh, what's a cock ring? This is like two kids talking after the <laughs> yeah. air. One's like, what's a cock ring? And the one's like, I don't know, but it sounds cool. <laughs> does it? <laughs> I don't know that it does. Uh, but that made me laugh. And then the other one is, I like that this, I think the movie, like as a subtle theme, also reminded us how bad local news is. Yeah. Man, oh, local yeah, news Shep is the worst. Shep Shepherd. Shep Shepherd is so bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've worked with a Chef Shepherd. Who cares if it's true? Get in there. <laughs> Ooh, this kid smoked the set. Nice. Let's film this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what garbage Chef Shepherd was. But also, I like the name Chef Shepherd. That's a pretty good yeah, one. You should use that Again, that alliteration. Yeah. DJ Chef Shepherd. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, minor compliment. Um, I do love the fact that they, uh, how villainous they painted the FCC, because as yeah. a radio person, I have always, they've always been the bane of my existence. Mm. Dislike them intently. Uh, intensely. Also, I loved how um, not lazy the teenagers were portrayed. Like, they're really yeah, out there running true. around, carrying around these heavy boom boxes. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, believing in what they're doing. That's where Nothing's you got the slowing abs, them down. They yeah. had to carry boom boxes That's everywhere. True. Yeah. <laughs> it's their workout. Makes sense. Uh, and I, actually, I just uh, had noticed on the Wikipedia that the, the writer of the movie, Alan Moyle, um, had written another comedy that had, like, been taken away by the company that produced it and, like, re-edited, and he thought it turned out shitty. So that, that right before this. So this is his, like, He's rebel yell after all sticking that. Sticking it like, to the man. Yes, yeah. take that, the man. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a great... That is a great through line. Although I will point out, once again, the FCC is doing some very important work on keeping the airwaves open and free. Oh Anthony, minor compliment. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the, like, um, the... 80s, early 90s, like evil authority figure trope in this movie. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Like the idea of the, like, they don't really do this, they still do in movies, but like, you, you could not make a movie about teenagers 
unless it involved an evil authority figure yep. somewhere yep. in it. Like, this movie doesn't need to be centered around a school. It's just like, uh, principles are evil, right? Yep. So that's how we're going to have a villain. Yep. This could have just been a bunch of people in the neighborhood. I mean, the movie's really weird. Like, the first two acts of this movie, like, he doesn't even meet the love interest till very on later on. It's mostly like yep. the first half is just the radio stuff and how it affects people. And then it slowly worms a very conventional plot in near the, like, the last half of yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, I just thought she was really fun. Just evil for evil, you know. Yep. Like I'm doing yep. it for the kids, and I expel kids because fuck them. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just makes no sense <laughs> as like as a career who trajectory. Is, like, yeah. yeah, but I just love that. It's just always you know, it's always like someone who just like just wants a fucking just good numbers or good reports or a good work you know, rec center over an old rec center. Like <laughs> the e- evil in the '80s doesn't make any sense. It's just like this. You're more like an idea of shitty... Yeah, than like an actual shitty person. I thought she was great in it. That's really funny. Awesome. All right, you guys, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, Cross November continues... I'll tell you what it is. If you go to redistrict.com slash next, you can see what the upcoming topics are. Uh, if you want to become a meat buddy, you can go to redistrict.com slash meat buddies. And just $5 an episode, I will mail, mail you an audio cassette of every episode that we do. Uh, so thanks for being here. At Anthony Lopez. Uh, part, Anthony Lopez part two on Twitter. At Greg Nibbler, the nibbles. 1B. On Twitter. Yeah, 1B. Very important. <laughs> At Sarah X Dillon. You look like it's like uh, not you. The, the, your name looks like you know how, like the punk rocks do like X on either side. It's like oh, X Reno yeah. X was what my friends always call them. So it's like that, but it's in the middle. I know. I'm, I'm trying to be cool. It's very very innovative. <laughs> no, thank you. And both of you can be found on FunEmploymentRadio.com five days a week, Thursdays at different times. What is your uh, what's your elevator pitch for Fun Employment Radio? What, uh, what do you say it is? Intelligent conversations about ridiculous situations. Ooh. Oh, I like that sounds like it. you went to like a marketing camp. And yep. they, like, I graduated. Oh, well, he is. Yep. He is a marketing <laughs> yeah. camp. Yeah. Oh, pretty solid. Uh, awesome. Well, everybody check them out. Uh, we'll put links on, on everything as well to remind you to check them out. And thanks for listening. And thanks so much for joining us, guys. Thank you, you so, so much. Fun. This is so much fun. Thanks. thanks for having yeah. me. I've done your show a handful of times now, and it's, I've been meaning to get you back on this, on this one. And one of the things I love about your show is that it is just the easiest conversation. You two are just so easy to talk to. And every time I've come into this little studio, uh, I'm like, I blink, and then I'm like, what's over? We're just leaving now? That was just so easy. Yeah, was this an hour and nine minutes, really? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All right, we'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye.